Are you, are you okay? Sleepy. What? I came home from my lunch break and you were just getting up. Yeah. What time do you go to bed, though? Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> I got a feeling he's... Oh, it's 6 a.m. Hmm. No, not actually that late. Like, it's 5, 4? 2.30, I think. 2.30? Oh, that's not yeah. terrible. I went to bed at 1 and yeah. had to be up at 7. I ha- I have been having a lot of late nights recently, so, like, it was kind of catching up. Like, that was the most sleep I've gotten in a week, two weeks. SGDQ will do that, too. SGDQ I would say, and post-SGDQ will do that. Yeah, yeah. you guys, we, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we haven't been on It's been two weeks. A while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, we would have been back been last week, but then, oh, but then Rob was. Uh, I did not I did. want to do that. Sick. <laughs> Rob was. I did. Sick. Yeah, last week that was awful. I so Wednesday, we were going to record on Thursday. That sounds right. Yes, mm-hmm. I think we were going yeah. to do Thursday. We were going to do Thursday because Wednesday something was happening. You think you worked late? Yes. Yeah, you worked late on Wednesday. I so did. You're like, hey, let's do Thursday. It's like okay. And then I had an awful migraine that I'm convinced is partly because I was dehydrated. So mm. I've been trying to drink a lot more water, mm-hmm. which has been good. That is good. Um, but yeah, it, uh, GDQ was... GDQ. Did you guys get it? Like, so I don't know if it's a big thing at GDQ like it is at like PAX and that kind of stuff, but like any, you know, oh, there, there GDQ is the, sickness? The GD, GD flu. flu. The GD yeah. flu. Okay. I think we talked about that or before. Or flu yama. Flu yama. Uh, Mike... It. Uyama, I want to say oh, is his oh, name, okay. is what was, he might still be, one of the organizers of uh, the GDQs. Mm-hmm. And at AGDQ 2015, he came down with some kind of like big sickness that you know, put him out for quite a while. So they named the uh, the pack or the con or event uh, bug that was after him undoubtedly going to happen. They named it Fluyama. That's funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I was actually pretty surprised by uh, the fact that SGDQ raised as much as it did because it did what one point three million for Doctors Without Borders. It outstripped last year, right? But wow. the thing that I thought was really interesting was up until like the last two days. Yeah, up until Friday, it wasn't keeping pace with the previous SGDQ. Like it yeah. was, it was it very was behind. Really soft in terms of donations. Hmm. Like they they raised like four hundred thousand dollars in like two and a half days or something. Yeah, wow. something absolutely more, actually insane. more than that. But yeah, and, and some of it makes sense. There was some really really hype things that happened during that last part. Yeah, the, the Metroid. Race. Donation war yeah. always pulls in so much for those of you who aren't familiar. It's Super Metroid, I, I believe. believe so. I think it's the first one, and it's uh, at the end of the game, you have the choice to either save a bunch of animals, which yeah. wastes a lot of time, or kill all the animals by not going to save them and save a bunch of time. And so, there's always a donation war that goes on throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. for save or kill the animals. <laughs> So the, the internet decides. Yes, yes. the gotcha. internet decides. Mm-hmm. And this year, kill the animals? Probably. I don't it, actually remember. Mm, don't know. Yeah, that's it's interesting because, like, usually if the internet is voting, it's always going to be to kill the animals. Right, but, but people do it for the memes. But since it's donations, the type of people who would give to to a charity, but they are gamers as well. But they're they, still they gamers. Are, they are gamers. So, yeah. The other run that I was incredibly, well, no. I wasn't surprised that it was as big as it was, but the fact 
that it was this particular game mm-hmm. is the biggest meme of SGDQ. Pepsi Man? Pepsi Man. I did not see this meme. You... You missed out. You you missed something super special. <laughs> super special. Special indeed. Um, so... Pepsi Man is a game that was released in Japan, I believe. It was never sure. released in the United States. And it is just a gigantic commercial for Pepsi. That's the entire thing behind it. Yeah. And you play as Pepsi Man. Okay. And you have to go through different things, different levels to do things like save people from a burning building. Not because the building is burning, but because they are dying of dehydration. So you must save them with Pepsi. Pepsi is so hydrating. So hydrating. Right. So so hydrating. So the part that made it particularly Uh meme-y is someone who's actually been a guest on this podcast, Frozen, and Eric, uh, works for Pepsi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He originally worked in HR, I believe, and I now so. works for IT, mm-hmm. like doing a bunch of stuff for them. Really great guy. Um, at AGDQ, he ran the Tesla Grad any yes. percent uh, run, which is really really good. It's a fun run. He did a really great job with it. I was very proud of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got the okay from the GDQ staff. To wear the Pepsi Man suit. Which is normally <laughs> not allowed, because actually at the event in the stream room, there are rules, and you're not allowed to wear actual, you know, body suits are not allowed okay. in the stream room. So he actually had to go get permission <laughs> to do this. And so he was in the bodysuit for the entire run. And, and I can only imagine that actually, was super hot. Actually provided commentary. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Such as that's, it was. That's great. Uh-huh. But, oh my god. I the, can see now it, why there would be memes. Yeah, mm. it was it was so many memes, and it was right after the Mario Maker runs. Yes, the Mario Maker race, mm-hmm. which was also very big. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it, I was expecting the room to clear out after the Mario Maker stuff. It did not, and it didn't. If there's a guy in a giant Pepsi costume. The room you stick stand. around. You stick around for that. Yeah, <laughs> and he was he was told that his bulge could not be too prominent. Um. I yeah. Mean, okay. Yeah. I was imagining a costume that would be more. No. No. Okay. I, I, no. Te- I was thinking te- like a, you, you a giant like a, like cup a, of Pepsi no, as well. Basically, a, I no, assume no. you have internet access on your phone at this moment. Think I, morph yeah, suit, but Pepsi. Okay. Look, look up Pepsi Man. I'll give you a moment. Oh boy. Take a moment with Pepsi. I know. Should it's you not GDQ with Pepsi, it after it? Just, just say, just do Pepsi Man. Okay, Pepsi Man. Two words? Uh, it's, I think it's all one. I think it's one word. Oh, one word? Okay, Pepsi yeah. uh, You'll get it to it either man. way, I'm sure. <sighs> I'm just making sure. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Very, very form-fitting. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially, like you said, it's a bodysuit, but... Pepsi. Pepsi-themed. And I'm just seeing, like, the action figures and... Uh, there's some anime in here. I'm, I'm done looking at this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best. It's a silly place. Yeah. Yes. Uh, silly is a friendly word. Well, yes. Um, but overall, I, I think the GDQ itself went really well. Agreed. I was, I was happy with it. The venue was Better. probably the nicest one that we've gone into in terms of like location and oh. room quality. Sort of like averaged that. overall over all categories, I would say it was the nicest. Because I would say the AGDQ was pretty good in terms of the hotel itself. The for hotel the most is, part. For the, the hotel part. is really nice. Mm-hmm. But not located well. No. There's nothing around it. And last SGDQ, the hotel was okay and the location was... Meh. Meh. Not terrible, but not 
Great. The elevators didn't break. The elevators did not break. They were really That's fast. Good. Actually, they were really fast elevators. I felt the pressure difference. So I was on the top floor, the 25th floor. Okay. And when you went all the way down in one shot, you could your ears could feel the pressure difference. Yeah, yeah. I work on the 20th floor of a building, and uh, I don't get it that bad, but my wife, she works at a higher floor on her building in the Canal Gates building, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, when those elevators go up and down, you're just like... One, it's super fast. I'm like, I'm already at the floor. How's that possible? <laughs> okay. Kind of scary to think that. <laughs> yeah. You got G-forces working yeah. on you. Mm-hmm. All least, that wonderful stuff. Yeah, at least it wasn't like 110th floor or anything like that. You had to double check, didn't you? I did. I, as you were talking, I looked up on my phone to see what episode we're on. <laughs> Why can't you just let him have it? You know, Because he like, never keep lets going. me have it. It's yeah. true. I don't. I don't expect him to let me have it. I mean, when he notices, he doesn't let you have it. This That's is true. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for it, though. I was like, all right, how's he going to do it? Uh, He's going to do yeah. it somehow. I was going to do temperature. Like, hey, was it really hot in there? I mean, like 110 degrees? But, yeah. I didn't do that. It was not that hot, actually. It was it was pretty good. How Unlike could a convention not be hot? I don't understand. Like, you don't I mean, well, get a whole bunch because of it's not really a convention. People in one room. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not really At a convention most, in the like same. 200 people in the room? Two to 300, yeah, when it's okay. packed. That's not that bad. No, no. and the room's big. It's only really hot on stage. Yeah. Where all the mm-hmm. lights are. But that's all the lights, not because yeah. of the people. Lights come Because at, at the end of the day, it's, it is a hotel, and yeah, they keep it pretty cold. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They got to unlock. Mm. The other thing that really kind of took over most of the convention was the release of Pokemon Go. When was oh the convention? Oh, my God. So it was po- the July third to the tenth. Okay, so it just it came out July seventh. Seventh is when the game came out. Yeah, I think it was yeah. in like the last three days that it was out. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like max mayhem. I uh-huh. bet. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was absolute insanity. And so at the hotel mm-hmm. in the lobby, there was a poke stop. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't even have to be in the lobby. You could be like anywhere. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Because yeah, yeah. it goes vertically. Mm-hmm. It is, yes. as far as I can tell, infinitely vertical. It is yeah, infinite. It is. It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't matter how high up you are. So if you fly over a Pokestop on if a you plane. you have cell service somehow. Well, here's the problem. If you fly over a Pokestop, you're going way too fast. You're not going to get that spin. In <laughs> any case. <laughs> That's load first. You're screwed. Trust me. Basically, somebody had a lure on it the entire time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Companies All are the just freaking Zubats. So smart about All this. All the Zubats. So. So for those of you who have been living under a rock for the past week and change. You, you cannot have any form of social media if you still don't know about Pokemon Go. It's true. It has completely consumed all media at mm-hmm. this point. It's very, very true. It is a mobile app that has been released for uh, all devices, basically, mm. except Windows Phone. Except for Windows Phone. Except for Windows No phones. one counts that. Come on. Right. Let's be honest. Nobody counts that. Poor Windows. Um... My old roommate helped develop that. Yeah. Windows Phone? Uh, Windows OS. Mobile OS. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which then got supplanted by Windows 10. Windows 10, which, which is now is okay. all one OS, technically, but not really. Yeah. In or any case. Yeah. So it was developed by Nin- Niantic. Niantic? Niantic? I don't is know how you... Niantic is how you say it. Niantic developed it. N-I-A-N-T-I-C. Okay. It was built by them or T-E-C, and whatever. was licensed by the Pokemon company. Yes. Essentially what happened was Niantic used to be a Google company when it turned right. into it part of Alphabet. Alphabet. It, when when they went to Alphabet, they kind of spun off their own thing and then left Google. 
Oh, okay. So exactly. they're no longer okay. technically a Google company. They made Ingress, which Ingress is a game very much like Pokemon, but far more complicated. Yes. Yeah. I and used to play Ingress for a while. Oh, really? Yes. I had no idea this game existed. When mm. I first started working at Neither the place I'm at now, one of the guys that worked there told me about Ingress, and he wanted me to check it out. So I downloaded it. I played it for about a month in Pittsburgh, and I decided it just wasn't for me. It... it it had more of a cyber feel to it. Like it was supposed to be like oh, okay. almost like you're like you're capturing nodes and then you connect three nodes together to make a triangle of space that is now your territory. Okay. And there's a blue That's team and a red team. Cool. It is cool, but it's so much more in depth that. Yeah. And like, so you had to capture nodes and that way you get more territory and then you could link nodes together. So that way you got even bigger territory and it, it became like a web and you had to pick up these particles that are always in the air around you instead of Pokemon. There wasn't any interaction though. It was all pretty much like you just walk through the particles and they would, <laughs> they would you consume them and that would be your currency to like Pac-Man. do stuff. Yeah. So it was an interesting game, but it used all the same as far as like the AR stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in fact, if you notice when you look at Pokemon Go, all the Pokestops and the gyms, mm-hmm. you'll see pictures of the location you're at. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, because they're pulling they used from Google to be, Maps. Well, no, they used no. to be Ingress stops. What oh. they what, what they did was they had the Ingress community take pictures of Got landmarks it. in their cities and said, send us the information, and we will decide <laughs> if we want to make it a stop or not. If they ah. did, which they didn't call them stops, call them nodes, sure. you could, they would you use could that also, picture. If you were a business, you could submit yourself. Yes. Be a node. Yeah, nodes weren't. I mean, it's not like any monetary game was being had by these nodes. It was just well a point of interest for ingress. For ingress, because yeah. ingress wasn't that big. Right. So all the whole community got together and like you know submit all these pictures and built this ingress world, and they used that information for Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. for the Pokestops, and for the gyms. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's nothing nefarious. And it's then not the like map. And then thing. the maps are are just Google Maps. Yeah, it's it just using out, Google Maps. Uh, that like it, it, I learned this if your app lags. Uh huh. Um, in the map, you can reduce lag by loading up Google Maps first mm-hmm. in your area, and it will load the map and cache it in your data, basically. Yeah. And then you can load that into your game. There's a lot of little it's, hacks like that. It's yeah. pretty interesting. Well, I mean, for people who, you know, either have the barely qualified devices or yeah. some people have managed to get it on things that aren't qualified. <laughs> Imagine um, that. Yeah. So it, it it's kind of interesting. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting that they were able to use this backbone of Ingress and turn it into Pokemon Go. Well, and that is why it could be so, I would say, successful, quote unquote, out of the gate. Yes. Because it had a foundation on something that they had already tested. So they knew that the the structure was there for it. Mm -hmm. They just needed something to get the player base in. Exactly. They needed the IP. They needed the Correct. you know the the hot yeah, the, <laughs> commodity that is that Pokemon. That equivalent of a AAA developer kind of thing. Right. But, and yeah. the second you throw a Pokemon skin on it, boom, it's, it's going to sell. I mean, this is in my mind mm-hmm. the closest we are going to get to a Pokemon MMO. Yeah, it's kind it, of it what is. we've been asking for. Yeah, and it, it is exactly what we've been talking about. You. you Throw a Pokemon MMO out there, you will print money. And that's always been the joke. Everyone's like, why don't you just make a Pokemon MMO? You will make millions of dollars. And everyone's been saying this for years. And Nintendo has. In the first, like, three days after it launched, their 
stock went up like 10%. Yeah, I believe it was. It, it's even yeah. higher now. I think 23% is what's gone up now Jesus. since the game came out. My, my question is, what's the longevity of this? I don't know. I got a feeling it's going to have more legs than a lot of people give it I think there are a lot for. of people, I won't call them haters, There's not but I'll a call lot them of naysayers. Depth to it, though. That's, if yeah, you're, that if is you're the problem. like me, yeah. I don't go all that many places. Also, the people who are currently like walking their shoes off. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to hit a cap. Like, uh, maybe that's when they've caught everything. But I don't know. Here's the thing. The, they've already announced, ex- not expansions, but uh, enhancements to the game. Like, they're going to introduce trading Pokemons amongst each other. Battles. They're going to introduce yeah. battles. They're they're introducing more social aspects it's that true. will make this game also, have, if also that if they get happens. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be great. Also, if they go Gen reason why two, wouldn't happen though. Well, no, no, no. Like, if it happens in a time frame, okay, that yes. is going to yes. keep interest. Because if they take too long, then they're screwed. Then they're gonna have people who are at these insane, you know, yeah. high peaks, and then they're not going to get people who are either casual players of it or yeah. people who are just picking it up to join. It's like, I don't want to get go out and get stomped by right. somebody who's got a I'm sure CP 3000 something. The, what it makes this game work for even the hardcore and the casual is the fact that it is a game that's social with your friends. So if they make it more social with your friends... This is increased socialness, as oh, far as yeah, I can yeah, tell, yeah. by like... Nerddom 20- by 7,000%. People in are going three. outside and meeting each other and sometimes getting stabbed. That's... Well, okay. But that yeah. happens if you go outside, period. I mean, let's be honest. There's always a risk. Yes. <laughs> I, I think the, the blanket statement that we really want to stress here is... You're still in the real world. I was gonna say, yes. st- don't be dumb. Don't be an idiot. Don't don't go to a really bad neighborhood and wave your seven hundred dollars cell phone around while not paying attention to anything around you. Don't do that. Also, you know, pay attention to the traffic. That's probably oh, yeah, a good idea. Yeah, try not to. Try, <laughs> also, try not to stop traffic in New York where there are eight million people. Even stopping sidewalk traffic yeah. like get to the side of the sidewalk yeah don't just stop in if, the middle of the sidewalk because people will that, run into you the way that i've done it and i've found that it actually works out really well is if i'm walking somewhere i turn off ar um i have turned off ar completely on mine yeah me too just naturally i don't I, I, it's as some people might say it takes away all the whimsy of the game no it really you doesn't don't see pokemon in the world but personally i feel like one i don't have to hold my phone up and look like i'm taking pictures of people because that makes me feel super awkward. Right. Yeah. Like, as soon as I put my phone up and I'm, like, trying to catch a Pokemon, I'm like, oh, the person standing in front of me, you know, 10 yards or whatever, probably thinks I'm taking a picture of them right now or a video. I mean, at this point, maybe not. Since well, yeah, everybody they're probably, knows about it, you know, they're catching like, on now. Like, oh, Pokemon Go? And yeah, exactly. Swiping. But I still feel awkward. I was like, I don't want that. So right. I, I turned off AR for that reason. And with AR on, or AR off, I, said, I should mm-hmm. say, um, you can have it just centered. So... The Pokemon it, yeah. is there. You don't have to worry They're about... They're always in the middle, so you can kind of get your, your, you know, your hook for... Oh, I, got, I got a mean hook. Oh, so do I. I, I, I get the, the spin on the ball. Do you do, do you do clockwise spin or the counterclockwise spin? I uh, do counterclockwise. I was about to say, you're left-handed. I'm left-handed, so, I'm so it's counterclockwise. Yeah. I have to go clockwise. Yeah, but I, I clockwise actually, is the way to go. I typically don't go for curveballs. I go for a nice... Also a solid Yeah, choice. that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a myth that I have yet to actually prove, and I'm pretty sure is false. Mm-hmm. Uh, tapping on a Pokeball on the ground uh, does, completely false. Does, does not does do not anything. return jack shit. No, it does not. No, not even a little bit. Y- you can't. You can't hit A and B at the same time. 
It's B down. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Some it was A and A and B or B. Oh, no, down. hold on. It was no. It was up B. It was up. I've heard up A and up B. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it up, up B. B, but I think I up know. B is right. Yeah. That for those of you who are not Duh, what and not sure what the hell we're talking about, it was a urban legend with the original uh, Pokemon Red and Blue that if you hit up and B at the exact right moment mm-hmm. when you were trying to catch a Pokemon. It was a guaranteed catch. Or it at least guarantee or improve things. Yeah. yeah, not true. Not true. Um, there are a couple no. cool tricks, though, in the game uh, that people are. have figured out. One is if you want to get Pikachu at the very beginning as your starter Pokemon. You just wait. You walk away. Forever. You just wait. You walk away from the starter Pokemon, and then they'll disappear and reappear three times if you keep on walking. And then on the third time, you will get the fourth option of Pikachu. Bastards. Yeah. Uh, the other one is that if you want to force an evolution of Eevee, of Eevee yep. um, you can do what the Eevee brothers did in the Pokemon TV show. You name them something very specific. I believe it is Rainer, Sparky, and... Pyro? Pyro. Yeah. Cool. And it will evolve into the one that you name it. Yes. I have actually tried this only with one. Mm-hmm. So but it small works. sample size. It it did work. Oh, the, the Vaporeon. Yes, I was you gonna say it. you get to Vaporeon. Yes, yeah. my Vaporeon did actually. Congratulations evolve. on not going to Central Park and catching a Vaporeon. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mass stampede. Of uh chaos. that's another thing. When the ads came out for this game, one of the funny things they showed was a big giant crowd in the middle of Times Square trying to catch a Mewtwo. Yep, and like everyone being there and doing it, and, and, and you people might thought think, yeah, like people this like, is no. so ridiculous. This is never going to be. But happening. no, this is actually happening. Holy crap! I've seen pictures of Central Park, and you kind of go, "Oh my god!" If there is a rare Pokemon, and there is a city, it, there will be a mass crowd. It, it happens in lesser degree oh, where yeah. I work. Yeah, where people are like, "Oh my god!" There's a ghastly. We have to go <laughs> catch it. Yeah. And everyone's like, holy shit, a castle! I mean, I the think fact that there's a gym. have been pretty big for most even. people. Yeah. The, yeah. the fact that appears. there's just a gym where you work. It's true. That gym changes hands so much. I don't go out a enough great, to win it. A great idea that I heard, mm. and it was a guy at one of the coffee shops uh-huh. on the street that I work at, and he was just, he's a giant stoner, I'm sure. And his idea was like, yeah, man, you know what would be fun? You know, like, if you could prove that you were part of the team that was holding the gym, you got, like, a discount. Th- there's stores doing that, and you can prove. Well, and, and it's like... You can. And I heard there are coffee shops where there are there are Pokestops, mm-hmm. and the people, the, the owners will just, like, buy lures and put them on. Yeah. And it's also a smart idea. It's so smart. It's lucrative. It, and it is a very small investment for them. Relatively yeah. speaking, yeah. I think I did and the calculations. It would be about $20 for the whole day to have a lure on eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that is nothing if your business, you know, yeah. doubles. Yeah. If you're pulling in way more people just because of it, it's great. And then if you are in cahoots yeah. with the other businesses that are around. You're mm-hmm. like, hey guys, <laughs> take the morning shift, you take the afternoon, exactly. you take the evening, we got this shit on lock. <laughs> um, another thing that is interesting, the game is uh, going to capitalize on this idea a little bit. What they're going to do is, instead of having ads in the game, they're going to actually start introducing ways for businesses to attract more Pokemon to their store and have uh, like events at their stores. That's cool. That's that, Events are cool. I feel like that's a good way to do it because then we don't have to see ads, but it's still doing something to benefit 
the company that is paying for this. Well, and this has already been something that has the companies and, and businesses have started to do even here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, the art, natural art museum, mm-hmm. I want to say, or natural history museum. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, in, in Oakland, which is like where all the universities are, is doing a night where you can come in. They have a bunch of poke stops that are in the museum. Mm-hmm. They're going to have lures on them all night. Yep. They're going to have stand-up comedians who are well-versed in Pokemon. <laughs> That's to wonderful. Take you around yep. in a group. Oh, please. And yes. get you drunk when, at the same when time. When is this? This sounds fantastic. Um, I think it's already sold out, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, the Riverhounds, actually, the local soccer team. I would do that in They had moment. a Pokemon <laughs> event as well. Uh, the last game, they let everyone come in. Uh, I think it was like two hours before the game started. They gave out Poke cards at the very at the gate, and if you got a foil one, you got like merch from the store for free. Oh, that's awesome! Um, so uh, you know, it's some like one of the guys that works there's like old Pokemon cards. He's like, yeah. yeah, sure, we can give them away. I have 500 cards. Just put one foil in there, and that'll be the special one. Yeah, <laughs> this feels like a second coming of Pokemon. Oh, it definitely is, especially, well, and it's kind of like because it, the way that kids had Game Boys yeah. is kind of like how kids have freaking smartphones right now. Well, and it also is capitalizing on all the people of our generation. Yeah. Because it's the Nostalgia. original yep. 150. Yeah. This is what I but grew up they, on. They will yeah. expand to second gen. Well, we're already seeing probably. kids that Whatever. did not have any inkling what Pokemon really were being into it now. Well, and adults also, that didn't also, know I'm what sure Pokemon the cell phone were being companies. into it. Well, are, I know, like, there are families that are getting together on this. Oh, hell yeah. And yeah. and they're like, well, I guess my kids are playing with Pokemon Go, so I should really... <laughs> but th- what but I've the seen, thing is, yeah. and, and then buying bigger data plants. Uh, data is actually not bad. That's one it's thing I was not, really surprised by this. The game does not suck your data up. Too much. Batteries. Your battery, on the other hand... Well, it's location services. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's pure location yeah. services. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That Mophie or whatever you oh, can so get. Oh, so you got to have that brightness up high enough so you can see anything. Nah, yeah, that's also true. Yep, yep. Fuck brightness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I, I do think that it is a really, really fun phenomenon that we're seeing. It's fantastic. I, I feel like this is... For Nintendo, this is their next Wii. This is, we've talked about how the Wii had broke them out of this mold of just being for gamers, just being for hardcore, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what the Wii did for them, and I feel like Pokemon Go is now doing the exact same thing, and they can capitalize on this long enough, you could see this being their big money maker. Well, it, it, it already is going to be one of their big money makers. Like, the valuation of the company ex- is now more say, than so. I expect yes. they've returned on their investment. The ROI is already. just yes. through the roof. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. But well, like, I'm just saying, as far as it having legs. I would yeah. I would love to see this have legs because, honestly, I I like Nintendo. And I like and I, and I, want, I want them yeah. to do things right. Yeah. And this would be great if this was something that they did right because we've been wanting it forever. Yep. And... You know, they could do something with it. I would like that. I agree. The other thing that Nintendo announced recently that I'm not sure if they're doing right is technically a new console. Technically. Sort of. It is. They're calling it... it In the way that an Xbox Slim is a new console. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay, go ahead. They're calling it the Nintendo Classic Mini. Okay. Which... Sounds like a convertible or something. Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, It is a small... About the size of your the palm of your hand from what the pictures are looking like, at least. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. 
box that looks like a classic Nintendo with a couple of ports on the front, a couple of ports on the back. Uh, and for 60 bucks, you'll get 30 classic Nintendo titles. There's some actually really good titles in there, too. It's not like they're giving you a bunch of crappy ones. I mean, they're giving you the entire Super Mario Brothers, 1, 2, and 3. That's important. They're giving you Kid Icarus. Um, they're giving you... I'm sorry, Super Mario Brothers, 1, 2, and 3. Yes. Uh, Mario Brothers is also in there. Mega Man 2 is in there, which is very awesome. important to a lot mm-hmm. of people. Is Metroid in there? Um, I believe I, They yes, kind of grabbed whatever they still have the rights to and is successful. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Castlevania. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Legend of Zelda. Zelda 2. Fantastic. Uh, balloon Fight. You know, for those sure. of you who really care about Balloon Fight, there you it, was go. On the, it was on the uh, arcade cabinets at GDQ. Donkey Kong and Kong Jr. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Uh, Double Dragon. Double Dragon is fantastic. I love that game. People Side scroller. That That's great. Mm-hmm. The one that I was really surprised by Dr. Mario. Uh, mm, the Tetris ripoff works. Okay, whatever. I wouldn't call it a. Uh, I wouldn't call it a Tetris ripoff. <laughs> I feel like they were going for the Tetris crowd. No, I mean, the Tetris crowd, yes, but it's not a Tetris okay, ripoff. Okay, fine. You're right. It's Trust the same me. genre. There, there are a couple me. that I've never heard of. Star Tropics and Super C? Got nothing. Got nothing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. No, not there. Uh, the original Final Fantasy, which was hey. on Nintendo yeah. way back when. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, which is something that oh, was... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay. I tried playing Ghosts and Goblins recently. Yeah. Mm, not so good. Um... All right, I'm, I'm going to go through the rest of this list. Okay. Uh, Bubble Bobble, which yeah, fan- I, No, it's good. Trust me. Yeah? It's fun. That's right. a fun game. All right. Uh, Castlevania 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Double Dragon. Excite Bike. Ooh, yes. Excite Bike. I yeah. Galaga. Galaga. Also good. Yeah, Galaga's on there. Uh, Gradius, okay. which, yeah. Okay, yeah. which has a lot of a lot of fan base. Uh, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Kirby Adventure. Mm. That I, was the first I, Kirby, right? I Yes, and I missed that that was on this list until I literally just went wow, through that. That's awesome. Um, Ninja Gaiden. Okay, okay good. Yep. Uh, Pac-Man. Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson. Uh, and the only one that we hadn't mentioned uh, besides that was Tecmo Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the original. Honestly, that's a lot of great games. and it's. I mean, if you break it down, that's basically two bucks a game. And here's the thing. Okay, I have a system that will play Nintendo games, cartridges. I have downloaded plenty of ROMs to play Nintendo games. I still think I want this. The only thing that I am sad about with Mm -hmm. this is the fact that you can't get new games for it. You can't can't get more. That is bad. Like, what you buy is what you get. Although, I'm willing to bet that within a month, People are going to figure out how to put new games on. Oh, yeah. This is essentially like a Raspberry Pi. It's a Raspberry Pi. It's a Raspberry Pi and a Nintendo casing. Yeah. uh, Which means you can hack this and download more ROMs. But my hope is, since this is more, this is made by Nintendo, that the ROMs will be top quality. The gameplay will be much better. That's the thing about having the game systems that play Nintendo games. um, Or like an old Nintendo like I used to have. They're built to do it. Well, they are, but... Like nowadays, they're not holding up as well. The game, the cartridges themselves are so old that they have oh, the issues. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And the games themselves to buy them because they are nostalgia pieces and they are collector items cost a lot of money. Yep. Just to buy Zelda, it would cost me forty dollars. I'm interested to see. I'm sure what this is going to do, at least in the speedrunning community, mm-hmm. is this is going to create new genres or new categories for each of those games. Yeah, I can totally see that, and it will have save points, unlike the original systems. So. 
that's going to be one difference between yeah. the original Nintendo games and these ones. I'm personally thinking it's awesome. I, and the fact that it is a small footprint and it looks like a Nintendo, it looks cool on the shelf. You know, mm-hmm. you have that geek right there, and it doesn't take up as much room, so yeah. I don't have and, to worry and, about having and, a huge system. All honesty, it is not that expensive. No, 60 no. bucks. I that is the cost of a game, like a current day game. Yeah. So therefore, I'm getting 30 games for the cost of You say one. that I don't I I don't know if I would play all 30 games. Is no, the problem. But there's so, still plenty in that list that I would play. Yeah. I think there's enough hours of nostalgia what, for. Out it. of that list, what was the one that you were most excited for? Um honestly the Zeldas because or mm-hmm. Zelda one or two Zelda. Uh Legend of Zelda and uh, Link's Wake. Uh, Adventure of Link. So okay. Zelda Adventure of Link was the one that's side scrolling, right? It's there like were a weird parts one. that were side scrolling, yeah, parts okay. that were top down. Um so the first Zelda, I I've never actually beaten that game. Like it it was I was too young when it came out to mm-hmm. be into that type of game. It was just too complicated for me. Yeah. And then I never went back to it. So that would be kind of cool to go to. Uh, I love the, the the Mario games. Those ones I played the crap out of growing up. Oh yeah. So pretty much any of the games I played growing up, especially like Double Dragon, that kind of stuff, just for the nostalgic of it. But then to actually get my, you know, get into and try to beat and explore would be like a Zelda type of game. Okay, so we'll, we'll say top game, Legend of Zelda. Yes. Out of that list. How about you, Will? I would actually agree with that. Um, the ones that I'm going to want to play are the either the Mario or the Zelda games, um, most prominently. I would want to go back and try and really beat uh, Super Mario Brothers three, yeah, that's my favorite yeah. Super Mario Bros. Because I never, I really I did well those. with it, but I yeah. I never fully went through the entire game. I I have multiple times, but I would love like I, that's I was, a game where I will go back to time and time again just to like relax with. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, just, the song like the music of it, just kind of like exploring it. It I was a little too young when mm-hmm. they were really going strong, mm-hmm. and then by the time I started gaming, it was the N sixty four. So yeah, right. And yeah. at that point, you're talking, you know, Super Mario 64. Although which... I never played that until you know about a year ago. So no, we we you had... played it. You totally played. I that. had to go to bed. <laughs> I had to go to bed. <laughs> you totally played that. Forced... No, I watched. Um, I watched you play it. Sidetrack real fast. Your parents actually enforced different bedtimes for you two of you. Yeah. Wow. My mom was a pushover. <laughs> My sister's I mean, four I, years older than me. I still got the same bedtime as her. I, I would I would go and read, though. So, I mean, it was Oh, uh, My sister was pissed. She's like, wait, when I was his age, I would have to go to bed at this time, and you told me blah, 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 and you're letting him stay up? Be like, yeah, well, it's harder when there's two of you, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah, she hated me. <laughs> see, you know, he was a good kid. Mm. Yeah, I was a good kid. I just, you know. Yeah, I pushed the envelope by staying up late reading. Ooh, mm. rebel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine line. Yes. Take that. <laughs> I watch TV with my family. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a fair it's about point. right. <laughs> why, why you got to be like that? You know, William, I never actually found out what the hell you were talking about this week. Uh, that's probably because I didn't tell you. I know. Yeah. Well, I wanted, I mean, I wanted to talk about uh, Pokemon Go, and I wanted to talk about the NES, so, like, that was actually... Right up my alley. That Sweet. Was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're covering the things. We did um, it. Reddit? <laughs> Reddit, sure. <laughs> Reddit, yeah. Recently, um, I don't know if either of you is familiar with the Turing test. Yes. yes. Okay, so it's an evaluation <laughs> of artificial... Even. Of, I mean, yes. We've yeah. talked about it before. Well, I, I just, I yeah. like to, I like to say, hey, here's the warning. We're talking about the Turing test. Like, get that engaged in the brain. Or for the people at home, 
Do you want to explain you know, what it is for sure. people at home? The Turing test for people at home who haven't listened to any other episode where we've talked about it. I really recommend going back and listening to all 109 of the other episodes. Yeah. And then come back and listen Go to do this it. one. We'll it wait. won't take you, but a couple hours. 109 hours. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. And you're back. <laughs> Roughly three days later. No, four days later. Five days later. Yeah. <laughs> Math. Math. I got there eventually. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I got there in less One than dollar, five Bob. days. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Turing test is essentially an evaluation of artificial oh, intelligence. Oh, God, that means that I spent 10 days of my life doing stuff with this podcast. More than that. Dude, think about your editing and, all, yeah. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like, okay, gotcha. At least 10 days of my life. Doesn't seem been... that bad, does it? Mm. 10 days out of a couple years, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You didn't use those days anyway. At least did more time. I don't know. I got nothing. Proceed. <laughs> Turing test. <laughs> Proceed. Turing test is an evaluation of artificial intelligence or just programs in general, such that if you were talking to this program, would you be able to tell the difference between a human and this and it? Do I know you're Alice, or are you Alice? Exactly. Yeah. Are you Alice TM, or are you Alice... Alice. You find a tortoise on its back in the middle of the desert? God. That's a yeah. Blade Runner reference. Never it's mind. true. Keep it going. is. So keep Good. going. Blade Runner 2. Eventually... <sighs> Okay. At any rate, so this this has been money. the evaluation tool used on AIs, and there's usually a certain threshold, like ninety percent or something, that you have to hit in order to be Turing pass the Turing test. Yes. And, and um, Turing is referring to a Alan Turing, Alan Turing, a, right. a computer scientist who K- kind of the, the the grandfather, pretty of, much the guy who invented the computer. Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, he he was the one that invented the Enigma machine. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he invented the machine sorry, that cracked the, crack the, the Enigma right. machine. Yeah. Sorry. Check out uh, episode whichever of yeah. Geek Out Nerd Rage. <laughs> well, we talked we... about this, and also the TV or the movie that uh, Cumberbatch. Yeah. It's true. Was he, in. At, at any rate, um, recently. People, uh, scientists have kind of gone and thought about the problem and looked at the looked at the Turing uh, test and gone, you know, this is really not a good evaluation of artificial intelligence. It's antiquated. It's it, yeah, it is antiquated, uh, very very literally. And something new has been come up with called the the Winograd Schema Challenge. That doesn't sound nearly as cool as Turing test. No, it doesn't. Yeah, well, the WSC for short. Wait, what, one more time. Winograd or Winograd? Winograd. Probably okay. Winograd. Um, schema Challenge. Winograd Schema. Okay, we are going to come up with a better name for this. How about just Winna Schema? There we go. Done. The Winna Schema. The Winna Schema. The Wino Challenge? The Wino? The Wino Scheme? <laughs> wino Scheme. Okay, Wino Scheme. Um, Done. Done. Look at Done. that. Wino Scheme. What about the Wino Scheme? What is it? It, um, it, Focuses more on ambiguous sentences, not so, the ambiguously gay duo. No, no. although Who, there might be an ambiguous, ambiguous sentence involving not the, ambigu- not the ambiguous. No, not that ambiguous. <laughs> no. But was voiced by Stephen, Stephen Colbert, Colbert and Steve Carell. It yes. is true. True story. So it'll be a sentence like um, the council. What is it? The councilman um, banned the protesters from demonstrating in front of City Hall because they were afraid of violence. In that sentence, they ambiguously refers to either the councilman or the protesters. Okay. And humans are very easily able to distinguish between what the uh, antecedent to the the pronoun is. Quick, Josh, which was it? 
What are you talking about? The, what? The, <laughs> am I a robot? I'm a robot! Josh no, is a robot. <laughs> no, so like the councilmen yeah. are afraid of violence. So, exactly. But we know that because we can use information from before that has nothing well, to do with the sentence and everything to do with like, well, it makes sense because that's why. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because we are humans. They are people in authority, so they're the ones that are going to be afraid of the thing. Right. They're the ones that have the powers. But blah, 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 blah. artificial intelligence is much less likely to parse this properly and actually this is a, a problem that i'm kind of into because i just took uh a like language parsing class and yeah so it's 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 right up there where i'm thinking um but yeah it's much less likely to be able to say this is the you know what they refers to and this mm-hmm. is what this sentence means and in in that same sort of percentage test they basically only get uh random chance like 50 percent wow which is <laughs> way uh, worse <laughs> yeah it's, it's way worse than they were doing on the old turing test and so people basically the conclusion here is that eh, we're really not you know people are scared of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and all it's doing and we're fine. yes they're doing cool things like the mercedes autonomous bus driving through i don't know where was it it's like london or paris or someone somewhere recently mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah that's awesome but it's it's not like well it's not doing that it's not doing everything well and for yeah. language processing it's really not as there are good still as it seems a lot of barriers yeah. to cross before mm-hmm. we get to that point but before we get um what was the it was it ai or something the robots like helping us out and being in our homes and There's, you know before yeah. we get sunny i robot, I robot, I robot. yeah before we get sunny we've got a while to go so what's funny about this is it's something that i've read about in other like studies about AI is we keep on pushing these these markers back farther and farther as the computers get more and more advanced. I was going to say it's kind of like we're you know we're going oh we can do better. Yeah, we can do better because we had the Turing test. And now like a lot of things can pass the Turing test now like a lot. Yeah, but it's tricking the Turing test. It's not Mm -hmm. really like what Alan Turing considered was yeah he considered like hey if it is able to think like this yeah or or if it's if it's able to make people think that that it thinks like that. So using you know tricks of language and that kind of stuff, we've been mm-hmm. able to do this. Yeah. And so now we're we're moving those yardsticks back farther. Be like, no, 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 no. It has to also be able to do this. Then once that hits, it's like, oh no, no, it has to be able to do this. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I got a feeling we're going to keep on doing this until Which is, the computer itself just tricks a human being. Like yeah. what it comes down to is the real test is going to be when you can interact with it and not know it's a computer. Yeah. Like, Full on, literally like, know what when, it is. When like, the computer convinces you, push that, play, go. When the computer <laughs> convinces you that you yourself yourself are a computer, <laughs> that is when we have achieved the end. Well, goal. I just convinced Josh that he's a computer. That was a moment that of crisis. All right, the, come, come on. It wasn't that hard. It really wasn't. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just, I like that we're pushing things, and I like that we're still innovating and not letting ourselves just say, okay, that's good enough. We will. Surely make ourselves obsolete eventually. I'm okay with that. We're working on it. We we are make so me damn o- close. Make me obsolete on a beach in the Bahamas. Yeah, hopefully that's how it goes. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is really not a, a topic that is foreign to us, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to really try it yet, but the introduction of Anna as a character in Overwatch. Oh, oh I, have, I have not, I have not used tried the PTR her at all. as well. I, in fact, uh, Pokemon Go has pretty much taken up all my game time. I have not played Overwatch in a while. I've played a little bit. I've been doing a lot of League, actually. Mm. But what do we think of this type of character? 
which we, is interesting. We, we needed another dedicated healer, but I also hear hear that she's a like healing snipe mama. Well, yes, yes, she she kind of takes care of both those roles as healing and which sniper. is interesting. Which is funny because usually well, the sniper is yada. Yeah, but he, he, a sniper, he got a buff. but a sniper usually is away from people. And a healer is with the people. Yeah. So to have a sniper being exactly like to have a character that is a sniper but also can heal seems counterintuitive. I don't, because I don't actually know how she works. Different. Does she snipe teammates in the back and yes. heals them? Okay, cool. She heals for a set amount. She does damage for a set amount. She does not have a crit from what I can okay. tell. Okay. That's good. Um, so, she does also have a sleep mine okay. that will knock sleep. you out. Sleep. Yes. Sleep. Just like... Yeah, no, like... You, like a Reinhardt's done? So it just stuns you. Yeah. Okay. But it keeps you upright, which Funnily means you enough, can crit on them. they showed this off against McCree. <laughs> I think that's appropriate. McCree with his stun and her with her stun. Whoa there. Sleep. Whoa there. Sleep. That's great. It's high. Mm. Oh, wow. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. It's high bedtime. It's high, <laughs> it's high time I got me a bottle and got put down for nap nap. <laughs> nap nap. Oh, my God. Rugrats. Oh, thank you. I was <laughs> like, can I go get me a bottle? And then it's nap time. <laughs> Wow, oh, that just brought back all the yeah, memories. All the yep. Well done. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that reference. I just think that it, it's, I think, something that Blizzard is actively keeping an eye on, mm-hmm. and I really like that. I like it because it's showing that they're still playing with new mechanics, and that's what's cool about Overwatch and these type of games, is you can have, even though it's a first-person shooter, or third-person shooter, shooter <laughs> you can have different mechanics coming into play and like trying out new things. And a character that heals with a sniper rifle is kind of interesting. And I don't know if it'll work. I, I want to see it actually in, you know, play. I will not be able to use her because I am a horrible sniper. I am not the best sniper, but... Well, it's going to be interesting because, in theory, if you want to be healed, you're... It's so weird. If you, you want to be healed... You have to maintain line of you sight. You have to maintain line of sight, and it's in your best interest to not move. So the best sniper, <laughs> the best healers with this role are going to be people who don't need your team to hold still. And also, if you miss and hit the enemy, it's kind of hilarious. Because like, oh, I did damage. <laughs> Oops. But I actually killed or, or, the guy. It's going to be really interesting. It's yeah. going to be just like, move left. Yes. Move, 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 move. Snipe as they move across your right. Yeah. 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 I think, I think it's going to be some really, really cool mm-hmm. mechanics. Yeah, I think it's happening. interesting, yeah. But it's it's going to be weird to how they use sight lines on maps because it's not going to just yeah. be about like okay I need to go find a hole that nobody can see me and it's going to be I need to find a hole with like two walls and my back exposed to my healer which is interesting <laughs> yeah and I, I I'm I'm excited because I yeah. think it's going to be fun I also like the fact that they you know that they are it's not really fast but it's mm-hmm. pretty quick in how that they've yeah. made a new character. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited. I don't know. I assume there will be maybe a new character every three to four months. I would say that's probably safe. Uh, that but might at even the same be, time. Oh, that might be a little generous, to That be could honest. be a little. Um, Josh, did you have something else you wanted to say? About it? Or about anything? Oh, I have one more topic I wanted to bring up. Go for okay. it. I, I like Super quick. Uh, Timothy Zahn is coming back to oh, Star Wars. Right. Uh, for people who don't know, Timothy Zahn was considered one of the people who made the best series of books set after the original trilogy back in the day. So he's kind of seen as the person who set the bar for the Star Wars expanded universe. 
uh, his Thrawn trilogy. Yes, the Thrawn trilogy is probably fantastic. the best well received of all of the now. Uh, what is it? The Legends Legends yeah. universe. Uh, and he wrote many more books besides the trilogy. Oh, yeah. He had, and, but his biggest character that he made was Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And this He's character cool was completely wiped out, and even the mm-hmm. race that he was was wiped out when they turned the the, the extended universe books into legends, because mm-hmm. he was never actually in any movies or the prequels or the, the cartoon show. Nothing. Nothing. Um, in fact, the Chiss, that what his race is called, the Chiss, they have never even been seen in any other right. extended universe uh, that's now considered true. They're gonna go back and they're gonna add him to uh, episode one and two. Um, if George show. Lucas was still there, yes, yeah. that would happen. Uh, but so what they are doing is in Rebels season three, they're introducing Thrawn as a character mm. to that cartoon show, which is, is he it, being introduced as the same like role within the Empire. So he is Grand Admiral Thrawn. So okay, he is so a yes. Grand Admiral and he is Thrawn. Now, they're going to have to change a lot about him because a lot of his backstory had to do with his interactions with like Luke and Leia and during that time, which is now right, right, not right, right. going to be true, which is fine because what made Thrawn cool wasn't so much the situations he was in. It was just how he interacted with the universe. He's very cunning. He's not necessarily like a bad guy. He was more of a just, I have a job, and I will be tactical with the way I, I do it. I am very, very efficient yes. at what I do. Exactly. And that's what he is. And since he was a Grand Admiral, he was just like the best practitioner that they've ever had, technician. And the reason why he was not seen in the original trilogy... Tactician. Tactician. That's why I said, yeah. That's what I said. Practitioner. No? No. Okay. And you said practitioner and technician. technician. Yeah, I know. After I said I was like, ah, that's not the word I want. I wanted... No, okay. That's, no, moving on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not letting you get away with that. No, I figured. Uh, but the the cool way they, they kind of hid him from the movies, at least in canon, is that the Empire is racist. They don't like any other species besides humans. That's why in the big round table where they're all sitting, you saw a whole bunch of uh, old white guys... With British accents, because Gosh. that is like because the analogy to to Germany, in yes, World War Two exactly. was not quite overdone <laughs> overt enough. enough. So since even though mm. Thrawn was great at what he did, since he wasn't human, the Empire didn't Shun. want him in the forefront. So they kind of set him off on far flung missions. He had he is a Grand Admiral. He he worked his way up the ranks, and you know no one could stop him. At, at least the at least the Empire wasn't like completely stupid. No. They're kind of like, okay, yes, you're pretty good. Yeah. I get you have that. So that's the the idea behind him. So he comes back after the Empire Falls in the the original books and kind of takes over and he becomes like the big bad. Now in this series, it's going to be a little bit different. He's going to be still working with with Palpatine because Rebels takes place before episodes three, four, and five do. Or sorry, four, five, and six do. So it's going to be a little bit different as far as that goes. Um, but what was more exciting to me, because it's one thing to have his character coming back, but the fact that they also announced that Timothy Zahn will be writing a Thrawn book that comes out in 2017. I think that is a great nod to what he did for the Legends universe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I the- think that is respecting the author and respecting the work and saying, you did this great thing for this thing that we all love. Yeah. 
if it wasn't for him, there might have not been an expanded universe because yeah. after his books, since they did take off so well and people loved them, mm-hmm. it gave it fuel to go on to make more books. Yeah. Yeah. If someone else would have came along and made really crappy expanded universe books before him, might not it, have been yeah, so they might have just petered off and be yeah. like, well, we can't really do this. Um, it, kind of think of uh, Star Trek. Star Trek has a lot of expanded universe books, but they're not really ever seen as a huge part of the, the no, lore. not at all. Because it's never really been anything other than this is kind of like another episode of Star Trek. Uh, so his books were really influential, and the fact that he's coming back to the fold and having a book that's going to be in canon again is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be covering Thrawn's life, essentially. Like Sweet. his, to where I'll they're at in the story. So it's like he's going to go show his history a little bit more yeah. in depth and like how he became Thrawn's what memoirs. He did. The other part of the, the Star Wars news that was announced is. The rumor, it hasn't been confirmed, I don't think, mm. that the non-trilogy, uh, well, how do we want to phrase it's the this? the Star Wars stories movies. Yeah, the Star Wars stories movies. The ones Thank that you. don't take place within the number, uh, yeah. can- number okay, yeah. trilogy yeah. Yeah. Um, are not going to have the opening crawl. Ooh. It's going it's to be a way to differentiate them from the rest of the movies because they don't That's really want them to feel like they're Which the exact same. Which I think is same. great, but... At the same time, we have still seen that crawl in the TV shows. Mm. Uh, in the Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, there. they don't have the crawl. They have the announcer guy. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a crawl, uh, it, but it, since it is a kids show and kids, you know, you're not going to expect that them to read like a big giant though. paragraph, a couple paragraphs of you know text. What they do is they have like. The Clone Wars, blah, 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 like going through the whole story about what's going on. And it sounds like an old radio timey voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has that feel. Last time on yeah. Star Wars Clone Wars. But it's not even last time. See, it's just now like... I'm just thinking of Legend of Korra. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our buddies Obi-Wan and Anakin were in quite a pickle. <laughs> See, man. How they get out of it? Find out next time on Clone Wars. <laughs> so, yeah, th- that's the way they did it in Clone Wars, which is a little bit different. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, so I-, I think it's a good idea, especially if they want to make these movies feel like different genres. Like, yeah. they don't want it to yeah, feel yeah, like they, it's... They don't want it to be the same thing. They want to give it its own. Yeah, which, if you're going to do that, then, yeah, totally change the way you introduce the movies in the beginning. I still hope we get the music, though. Yeah. It'll be so. so weird not to have, you know. It's got to have the music. Well, I mean, it'll be orchestral and mm. it'll be yeah. in the same vein. Yeah, okay. You're it right. may not be John Williams. I'm leaving but. myself open to let them do as much different as they can to make them their own thing because mm. I feel like they could. They have to be. Yeah, exactly. They could really kind of corner themselves and make them feel hokey if they don't. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good place to end. Yes. I am going to say GG. Mm-hmm. You're going to say whatever the hell you're going to say. Josh I'm going to say, yep, it's it's a gaga type of day. Yeah, yeah. it All is right. a gaga type and, of day for Josh. And, and GG. Thank you. <laughs> Thank tried. you. Um, Josh, I hope you melt. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair enough. I think that's going to happen. So <laughs> we will see you next week, barring stuff. Barring anything. <laughs>